Evening. Thank you for coming. Continuing now our discussion of the Hilchos Birkat Hamazon. Shchan Ruch says, "Hamitzarev tzarich levarich bracha achrona al mashe achal veinon iftar b'Birkat Hamazon shel elu." So we've been talking about a situation where we have nine people, let's say, who uh, consume bread, and then one person who eats something else. Okay, we talked about what that something else could be. Maybe it's just a yerek, some sort of vegetable. Maybe it's a, a drink, which isn't water. Fine, so you could be mitzvah. If they could have a zimun of 10 people, they could even invoke Shem Hashem. So now we're saying that the mitzvah, the person who's joining this 10th person who's just having a vegetable or a glass of milk, so he needs to say bracha chrona, concluding bracha on that which he ate, and he is, cannot fulfill his obligation of bracha chrona by listening to the birkat mazon. Okay, so everyone else at the table is going to be benching. So maybe he'd think... All right, I'll listen to them. They're saying a full birkat mazon. That's fantastic. That'll cover my little carrot that I ate, or uh, I don't know, however many carrots that I ate. He says, no, you can't do that. You have to actually say the, the bracha itself. You do not fulfill your obligation uh, through them. Says the Mishaburah, Obviously, he should only say his bracha after he has heard the zimun. The whole point is that we need him in order to create the tzeref, in order to have the zimun, to hear the shem Hashem, so on and so forth. So good. After that, they're going to continue benching. He should say his bracha chrona. And we say, niftar. He can't fulfill his obligation by listening to Birkat HaMazon. Meaning, Even if he has in mind, right? It's not just that, like, all right, I'm like, spacing out, and then maybe I fulfill my obligation. No, even if he's paying attention, he has in mind, I'm listening to the Birkat HaMazon so that I can fulfill my obligation of bracha. We're not concluding bracha. We say, It's not going to work. As we learned earlier, uh, he says, because the bracha, uh, the Birkat HaMazon, in theory, does not help you fulfill your obligation on bracha, uh, bracha the concluding bracha for these other types of food. Meaning, if you need to say alamechit, you have to say alamechit. If you need to say borin fashot, you have to say borin fashot. You can't say a Birkat HaMazon. He says, ah, but maybe there are some exceptions to that rule. He says, if you ate dates, or if you drank some wine, so worst case scenario, if you just listen to the Birkat HaMazon in order to fulfill your obligation, you didn't say your own conclu- concluding bracha, maybe that would work. Because we're going to see, God willing, uh, later on, when we get to Siman Reish Di'im, sorry, lost my place, if a person ate dates or he drank wine and then he benched, yatsa, he's fulfilled his obligation. So He says the same would be true of daisa. Daisa is some sort of like oatmeal type of dish. I don't know exactly what it is. Some sort of cold cereal. So there also, hypothetically, you should make a bracha chrona of ala uh, But if you had in mind that you're going to listen to the benching, you would have, in theory, fulfilled your obligation. He says, best case scenario, a uh, person should have in mind when they're listening to these other people benching, have in mind, I'm not fulfilling my obligation of bracha chorna. Instead, I want to make my own bracha chorna. He says, that's true, certainly for the foods that Birkat Mazon is not going to cover you. I mean, the truth is there, you don't even have to have kavana. But he says, for these types of foods, which maybe it could go either way, worst case scenario, so have in mind not to be, uh, not to be yotze. Okay, fine. So, so far, we'll just leave a little teaser. God willing, you should come back Sunday morning when we'll pick up, Right? So, I mean, we have other minyanim, just so you know, but uh, we're going to continue these halachas, God willing, Sunday morning. So, so far, we've only talked about a case, interestingly, of nine people eating bread and one person eating, or uh, seven people eating bread, three people eating something else, right? But we haven't talked about the simpler case of where we have two people who ate bread and one person who wants to eat something else. Would the same halacha carry over? So there's two ways to look at it. Maybe you would argue 
that, yeah, the zimun of three people is not as high stakes because you're not invoking Shem Hashem. You're not going to say God's name. So, okay, the guy only had a carrot. Big deal. Let him uh, join the zimun. But the other way that you can look at it is how much weight are you carrying, right? When you're the 10th man, so hypothetically, they have a zimun without you. They don't have a zimun with Shem Hashem. So you come and you add that additional element, but you're not carrying that much weight. But when you're the third guy and literally there can't be a zimun without you, now that's a whole different story. So maybe we need you to eat more than just a carrot. In order to get to the answer of this question, you will have to come back. Rabbi Hanan, Rabbi Kashamar, it's Kedesh Baruch Hu, Zakot Yisrael, Fikach, Rabbi Lam,